Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Really excited for this episode because it's, uh, we've tried two other times to, uh, do it, but, um, it took till now, but, uh, I'm glad, uh, we can finally sit here and get down to business. Uh, this important episode tonight, we, uh, have, uh, two of the guys that are, um, Part of the space here, High Five Studio. We've got uh, the owner, Ryan Roseman. The owner. Nope. Start over. Rossman. Rossman. <laughs> I've been fucking it up this whole time. And this is why I didn't want to do your stupid ass <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <laughs> now we gotta wait. Now we gotta wait a whole. We gotta wait yeah, a couple more way. weeks. <laughs> and then we got a recording artist, uh, singer, and resident producer Dove Diamond here on the show. Um, you can uh, catch his uh, debut single, uh, Wildfire, streaming everywhere. It's old, man. We got some Well, yeah, it's old, but it's all I could see on Spotify under Dev Diamond. That's all I get for that. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah, this is a little whistle type I'm shit. working on my song, no bullshit. No, I know you are. Yeah, we're going to talk about that first, actually. Um, so, yeah, I, I know I... Uh, got to talk to you a little bit after uh, the Turner Hall show about your new project, but uh, tell us a little bit about Seven and what, you know, what's so, behind it. It's kind of like, it's the project of my life. I feel like, like it's a lot of things that I've been wanting to say that I haven't really had the space to say, but I feel like the whole, the whole project as, as a whole is all based off the concept of Seven. So like Seven Deadly Sins, like Seven is like a, a reoccurring motif that happens in my life a lot. Like, I noticed that, so I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. And like each track on the project is a sin, so I don't want to give away too much, but that's all I'm saying. Right. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So like, kind of like the it's like the seven deadly sins kind of shit, right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. What are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking Skull with uh, some AJ. Yeah, uh, man. man, leftover from uh, my episode with Ken's last night. Yeah, so, yeah, he gets Hennessy, and we get Skull. Hey, it's cool, Dev, Dev, you, Dev said he was going to bring a bottle. I, I was going to bring a bottle. And did not pull through. Lucky Dev did say that he was going to bring <laughs> yeah. that. But it's all right. Yeah. We drinking water over here. Shout out Solo. More water, please. <laughs> yeah. Um... And uh, shout out the sushi Metro Market. Shout out the Metro Market sushi. Bro, I used we to work. I actually used to work at Metro Market when uh, it was still an oyster bar back in the day. Um, you had an oyster bar at Metro Market. I did the oyster bar. For real? Yeah. Um, I worked over there. Damn. Um, ended up having a really bad falling out there, so. Um, so you were I, back there shucking oysters. I was shucking. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, dude. It, it's it's hard on your hands, man. Yeah. Um, those things like some oysters are like fucking like brutal, but they're tasty as hell. Yeah, but you can't mess them up because you got to keep that liquor inside there too. Yeah. And yeah, and you don't want to just be stabbing your hands. Yeah. On yeah. Too. Like, no, yeah. I used to like jab my like oh, yeah. like in between my fingers. Like, all the time. Yeah, I did catering for a while, and like when I got put on oyster duty, I was like, no, no. Yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, and it made, and it also the oyster bar made no money either. I mean. Really? I mean, it's in a suburban grocery store in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, so it's like, you know, there wasn't much demand for people that wanted oysters. So, like, after, like, a year of the store being open, they... I've never had oysters. No? Really? My whole life. Damn. Oh, yeah. You're tweaking, right. bro. All right, we've been, we've been to go get some oysters. What, yeah. what, what, what do they taste like? 
It's weird. It, it's got, like, it, the weird thing is, it's a fresh ocean taste, which yeah. is really <laughs> fucking straight. I get it, I get it, but there's, like, unless you've had one, like, there's no, there's no, like, there's nothing else you can really compare yeah. it to, you but it. you just got happy. It's, but, like, yeah. but the, what's, what's cool about it is, like, so, it seems so they, no, but you can, yeah, but you can have, like, you know, there's multiple different kinds of oysters. Because there's East Coast oysters, West Coast. Coast. And then some people yeah. like, well, you gotta have a little red wine vinegar. Some people are good guy the horseradish. You gotta have the cocktail sauce. The maybe Tabasco. Yeah, you got the yeah the minier, whatever it might be. Some people are just trying to do it straight, like, and yeah. like they have to be alive when you shuck them, or you can't eat them. Yeah, yeah. otherwise yeah. So, they dry out. Yeah, you know, but yeah, they're inedible, so like they have to be super fresh. Like you have to know exactly where they're coming that's from. Yeah, yeah, and right. and then and that's why like in places like on the coast and stuff, you can go and get like they're crazy because they're just right there mm. too. But like. Yeah. The thing, yeah, the thing about it is like, just fuck around, pick one up off the beach. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate when people cook them, like, because they don't eat like oysters, Rockefeller, stuff like that. Like yeah. at that point, it just tastes like whatever the bacon and breadcrumbs right. or whatever yeah. shit that you got on there. Not that it's not fucking delicious, right? Like, it just it takes away from the point. Exactly. Of what it is. Like you shuck it open, like the, like it's literally the oyster is alive until that moment you like you know mm -hmm. sever the foot and like cut the. Sh the shell open and then like yeah it's really fishy really oily it's definitely not something you're gonna like like at first but yeah like it's it's got an odd texture you're not really chewing it like it's it's different but like i think i think what's really cool about just like seafood and stuff in general is it's like the one thing that really celebrates like exactly excuse me exactly what it is like a really good ahi tuna yeah like if you cooked that you damn near have for those of you that like, don't know he is an expert chef like he's the best chef. Bro, why? Why have you never? Nobody for me? knows this. That's what yeah. I'm why? Why don't we have a kitchen here at High Five? Well, actually, that's the thing. We really do need to put a oh. kitchen in here because, like, doing some catering stuff. Because I took a break from music for a little bit when I was in LA. I actually went to uh, Lake Cordon Bleu um, oh, nice. culinary school, so yeah. I'm trained in you know French uh, cooking, and then. Fucked around a little oh, bit so. with wine tasting and stuff too. So well, yeah, that was the word you asked That's me the other I day. Like, what, I thought you were saying sushi. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, I, yeah, I went through the WSET level three. Um, oh, something like an asshole like saying all that stuff. It's just, no, I, I mean, I, mean, I, I cool. this, like you know, my life has always been work really hard and then fucking learn as much as I can. You know, Bro, I'm it, I'm. I mean, that's it. Yeah. I am an admirer of the culinary arts. I come from a family that embraces the cooking art form a lot and like yeah i mean like i myself know like you know like uh iron chef or anything but like i i mean food is it's art food brings is the one any, yeah. yeah i mean that's what i think like sure. we were talking about this before is you know music and art and food and wine like these are things that are activities and things that you know, you share with other people. Yeah. Like you, like you're gonna get together and like I love like throwing like dinner parties or cocktail parties or things like that because you're sharing experiences. But then I also love to know that like I was able to create something that brought fucking joy to somebody. Yeah. And they're like, this is fucking amazing. Oh, like yeah. I'm gonna remember this thing. Yeah. You know, and like we have those that opportunity either you know with you know Dev you know he's about to drop something that's gonna change like and affect people. Mm. You know, you can affect somebody's life in a positive way, yeah. and that's a gift. Like yeah. you're, you know, with your writing, like somebody can like, could like low key read something and be like that meant something. Like yeah, I, exactly. you know, like yeah, e either like putting them in like whatever the thing is that you're writing about, or even just like how you were able to put it. Like, man, I want to get into writing, yeah. and, and I really love like how this person 
you know, did it. Like, you can inspire people. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing. Like, yeah. I think that we have a rare gift in just the arts in general that we can really touch people's lives and bring people magician. together. Right. Yeah. And it's also, and like, also important to add that, like, it's subjective to everyone involved, too. Because it's like, every, right. like, all of us each individually, like, bring something, you know, that unique blend of creativity to the table. Yeah, you know, like a different perspective, like either how you grew yeah. up or where you came from or what your tastes are. Like, this is one of my favorite wines, but you could think it's trash. Yeah. It's and I'm not right, you're yeah. not wrong. Right. You yeah. know, it's like, it, it is exactly like, everything is so personal. Like, we all have our favorite artists. Yeah. So like, I might love this and you're like, that, that, that band's terrible. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, keep, that's when you yeah. keep the right people around you. Mm -hmm. like, no, definitely. I have more than one set of ears, so you're not, of course, yeah. Of course, and like yeah. even and even like um, bringing it back to, you know, this space. It's like this space would not be specifically what it is if it weren't for those involved. Yeah, like both of you, like you guys make it. You you guys have like helped you know build the just the whole foundation of this place and like you know its image and what people expect when they walk in here like, but it's nothing without all the people exactly here, though you know it's like right you can foster a community of assholes exactly <laughs> you, could, fuck with you that. could have you could have all the state-of-the-art equipment you can have like yeah. you know this top-notch space but if it if it's run by a bunch of you know, douchebags that don't or, give a yeah, shit. Or if I don't know how to record, I don't <laughs> yes, know how to this. Yeah. You know, your record, nobody's going to come back. No one's going to care. And I think, like, you know, the, what I really am, am most proud about when, from building the space and, you know, what, with what Dev and I have been doing from the beginning is just giving people a place where they can come and feel comfortable where you don't normally feel comfortable in your own life because mm -hmm. we're all fucking weirdos. And yeah. we get to be around other people that are also weirdos yeah. and we're comfortable around each other and we can yeah. be ourselves but then we also have a group of some of the most talented people that I've ever met yeah. pushing each other to make the best possible art or whatever it is you know from photo to video to writing to music to anything that you know we're all pushing each other we're all working together everybody genuinely wants to see everyone succeed yeah. and work together to do that and there's like there's a lot of egos here but there's no egos when we're all working right. together. You know, you would yeah, like we all we're all that sort of like, you know, it's like that sort of juxtaposition of, I'm really sensitive and insecure and egotistical at the same time. You know, right. I think that's, yeah, that's what's just, great about like that's how musicians are in general. I feel yeah. like it's just all about finding the balance and like, you were saying like it's about the people, not the, the place. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's about yeah. the energy that makes up the building. That's what people want to come back to. They're addicted to the energy, yeah. and if you emit positive energy, you're gonna have return clients. Yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, that's yeah, our, that's our yeah. People just, I think people want to be around us and everybody else that's here, just because there is that sort of just like feeling of love and acceptance and creativity and like motivation and inspiration. Yeah. That you know, it's. I think that's what we all yeah. need, and you know, I'm humbled. To be able to say that, like, yeah. I've been able to do this, but I know, like, like I, you know, I'm gonna repeat myself, but I couldn't do any of this without everybody involved. Yeah. Bro, like, the second, like, the second I walked in here uh, during uh, my first, like, uh, ne the networking jam session yeah. uh, back in November. Yeah, we got another one coming up here. It's gonna be on the twenty fourth. I haven't made the uh, Facebook event. April twenty fourth. I'm lazy, but I'm gonna do it probably tonight or tomorrow. Be there. Yes. Please. Yeah. Here. Be here. Be fucking here. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and the thing is like, I felt 
right at home the second I walked in. Yeah. Like I was like super nervous when I first came here. Like I came by myself, didn't know like who was gonna be there, didn't know if like I was gonna have any anyone to like kinda like uh hone in on that like I might have known to feel that sense of comfortability. Yeah. So like I was just basically walking into, you know, a space with complete strangers, but then as soon as I walk in, for one, like I saw the home records, shout out the home records. Uh, saw them and like you know those guys are my boys but then like I see you and you're just running around like who's new here I want to like who haven't I met yet wait who do I still gotta meet and I'm like hi uh dude yeah <laughs> and then like and then yeah and then by the end of the night we were like, I think we haven't talked for like an hour outside yeah just, we were talking know. just about like just the creative sphere of Milwaukee and like how and just life and shit in general yeah. which I think you know too like when all this stuff works too because we genuinely care about who we are as people Lighter, so cold to me I know look yeah. me I want to like it, it's it's made out of like I don't understand what like any like, the, like when this whenever this thing dies like you just, that's like, like I don't even influence. I can't even understand that's like, something you put on a shelf when it's done. I feel like this know, is like fabric or something away. on this like I feel like or somebody or like duct it. tape or some shit right. on here. Oh the yeah, mm. but what the hell was I saying? We we're talking. Oh yeah, yeah no. So like sure. you know, <laughs> so in his personal relationships, like people, and understanding that we need to get to know who everybody is on a personal level because so you can understand their music yeah or whatever the, yeah exactly yeah. and and you exactly. care about people because it like that it's the family atmosphere like i there are so many people that have come through here that like i consider like family yeah. like you know there's like just people that i've just recorded like like you my brother like i mean dev's my brother <laughs> yeah but i mean it's just i but i've been working with him for you know even before the studio but like, I don't have a lot of family, mm. you know, and yeah. we all come, like a lot of us have that sort of like difficult upbringing where like you've got to have, you almost create your own family. Yeah. And when you get to come into a spot where you feel like you have that. Where it's chosen. Yeah. yeah. Where it's then like. It's crazy because like, this place reminds me of like the Umbrella Academy. Damn near, like, I feel like we're fostering a bunch of like special people. Like, we're different, like, like the actor. <laughs> like that's how I look at music to me. Like everybody got a story to tell, and every story you have, no, that's your power. Yeah, yeah. right. You know, right. and just being you a band of outcasts and misfits and everything, like, because sometimes talent goes unnoticed and wasted. Yeah, you know, and that's like that's one of the worst things, like. So many of these fantastic, like the studio, like was designed like the whole color scheme and everything, you know, after Van Gogh. But you're talking about somebody that was never recognized during their life. Like I don't, like nothing to me is worse than just like a posthumous famous person. Yeah. You know, like fuck, like yeah, because their life was never, like they never were like truly recognized for like what they could like, do. Like people or what didn't they listen were. to Nipsey until. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. This shouldn't like. Yeah, I, I think that's what's the problem, like, you know, right now in general is, you know, we, we are just stuck in our own little bubble and we have our blinders and, like, it's just, this is our life and, like, we really do have to be able to, like, try to branch out and, like, understand, like, what's going on because, yeah, Nipsey's message and everything shouldn't, like, so many people have never even heard of him yeah. until he had died. Yeah, right. And, like, you know, and also, like, it's, like, you mentioned 
just like how all of us are kind of like odd or eccentric and like our own way and like really the only thing that defines that is that you know you're you're kind of seen as an outlier or eccentric if you just aren't doing what's expected of you yeah. you know if like you're just not if you're not conforming to you know the social standards or just you know i would say music and art is not for like the weak hearted no not at all if you if you're seeking validation if you need someone to tell you pat you on your back like oh you did a good job this is not for you no absolutely yeah you create you manifest your own destiny right Right. yeah and you learn from every step you take an l it's on you because you did that yeah and you know and Everything you do, no matter how many people fuck with what you're doing, you're gonna have a whole lot of people telling you how bad you are. Don't oh, yeah. every yeah. and and we're all sensitive as hell. Like I know, like I am like like I always say like being like a Pisces is like that duality. Like I'm like a sensitive fish and then like a really fucking sensitive <laughs> yeah. fish type shit. Like yeah. and like you have to understand how to like harness that where those negative things that happen to you have to be your motivation mm-hmm. to keep going because. Yeah. Like, it is, it's harder to hear bad than good, like, you know, because you, like, you will get patted on the back and people will tell you how great you are. But a lot of times, it's that, like, mystique of, like, oh, you're an artist, or oh, you own a studio, or oh, oh you, you write, out, you write all your shit on that, oh, like, you must be, like, important, you know, yeah. so, like, that's superficial. That's, right. you know, that the idea of, like, celebrity, and I'm not saying anybody in this here, but I'm just, like, that concept is an absolutely superficial because you don't know who those people are. Right, yeah. And you're just, it's that concept and that idea and that allure and that luster of what that is mm-hmm. that draws you to them. You know, so you're going to, like, all that stuff that you're hearing and all those negative things have to be, like, it's going to push you harder. Hey, you crazy. And further. I know. I think so. <laughs> people, like, in Milwaukee, like, everyone has heard of High Five at this point, but it is, but there's a lot that just haven't been brought through here yet. Yes. It's just... Like, it'll be heard in passing, like, people know that, like, you know, it's a creative hub, and, like, you know, it's a recording studio, whatever, but, like, people don't, like, it's, like, I feel like you don't really, like, fully immerse yourself in just the potential of, you know, this this specific situation until you are here, and you meet the team, and you see the space, and, you know, you basically see, like, just what the capabilities are here, you know, it's, yeah. like... And, and that's why, like, um, you know, we were, we were like, I, you, you guys were talking about how you want to bring more like alternative musicians more bands and just more, more, you know, stylistic departures of music. Cause like, although you guys like primarily have catered to like hip hop artists, like this is a space for everybody. Yeah. And, and, but that, that's not even on purpose. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, just, true. that's just what we've been doing. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and, <laughs> yeah. The thing is, like, you know, when I first was working with Gavin Haverstick, oh, shout out Gavin Haverstick and his wife just had a baby today on my son's fucking know. birthday. He was the one that designed this studio. He's, yeah, he's incredible. Like, yeah. check out his work. I mean, he's all over the world. Um, you know, I was just blessed to know him and be able to call him a friend because yeah. he's, he's one of those rare people that are way too smart and talented for how humble they are because yeah. he's just just a dude like we went frisbee golfing when we met and nice. like you know he's like he's invited like me to his home before like I mean I haven't been able to Ooh, go there yet and he, to no, <laughs> I, I haven't been able to go there but I'm like he's just, he's, he's just one of those rare people that are just like you're just a good fucking person yeah. and that's just rare in life yeah. especially when you're like at the top of your fucking game mm. because like 
it wasn't cheap to do it. Right. You know, like I mean, this that shows that you know, yeah, and that shows that like they're they're able to like look back and be like you know, that's what he is. Return customers so important to me. Yeah. No, but that that that's the thing like that, that personal relationship and those things like I would rather fuck with somebody that I like and believe like as a person that I see what they can do and what they and like how they treat me like more than just like the talented fucking asshole. Yeah. You know, or oh the, the God, person yeah. that like, you know. Shout out Mo City. Shout you know, out Mo. He, you know, he said, you know, hard work trumps talent every time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, and that, like, it's so simple, but, like, that resonated with me a lot mm-hmm. because you have to work your ass off because I don't care how good you think you are. Yeah. Never fucking rest on your talent. And right. sometimes taking those L's and, like, having somebody, like, I recently had somebody tell me that I needed to get better. And I'm... You know, I believe that I'm one of the better people at what I do. Sure, yeah. And you have to feel that way. You know, yeah. I mean, you have Why to. Are you doing it if you're not but I was like, I needed to get fucking knocked down and be like, bro, get fucking better. Yeah. You know, and like that's like even like personal relationships. Like you know, I just just the other day, like I got fucking knocked down, and I was like, I fucking needed that at that moment. Like I, you need to like have sometimes like people just gotta like fucking give it to you straight and be like. Be better. Yeah. Yeah. Just be fucking better. Like, man. You know, because... Try like, to live yeah. by that every single day. Yes. Man. Because everyone has room for improvement, even the best. And, like, that's why... That's why even those at the top, you know, they there's... A lot of times, like, they'll be fucking miserable, like, just trying to, like, you know, when they drown themselves in, like, what they... You know, how they can move forward with their artistry. Because it's, like, you know... Like, literally... All of us, like, no matter how big or small you are, like, you know, we can all, everyone can learn something. Everybody Ed, adds value. Everyone adds value. Everybody, everybody you meet can bring something new and inspire you or you can learn something from. Yeah. It's and, smart that you recognize it. No, like, yeah, you know, I think, I think that's what separates us from other people mm-hmm. is understanding, like, these networking things that we put together that, you know, when Dev and I were like, coming up with this idea that we were going to do these networking events. Yeah. Like, I lose money. Yeah. I'm buying booze, I'm buying food. Like, I'm not charging yeah. anybody to come in. Like, we're putting a whole lot of work yeah. in. I'm losing an entire day. Dev's losing an entire day of, like, what we could be doing working. Yeah. But we're bringing people together. But we're also meeting new people that we can get better from. Investment. It is an investment. Yeah, you're yeah. in... Like, yeah, that's what you have to view these things as because... All these people are going to enrich and make your life yeah. better. Mm-hmm. And the bigger your team and the more people around you that are smart as fuck are going to make yeah. you better. Oh, of course, dude. Always, yeah. you know. And I think, like, what's, you know, what, and what I love about like, this city in general is we all agree that Milwaukee was not doing what it needed to be. Like, with every, it was such a separation right. and nobody wanted to work together and, like, the moment you see somebody getting successful, you're like... The beautiful like, part about this city is that nobody's claimed it yet. I feel like... Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are close, but it isn't about that. I feel like... How do I say it? I feel like Milwaukee has yet to have a face or, like, a sound or a name, so it's easy to make it here. Yeah. As opposed to Atlanta... In Memphis and LA, they have their sounds already, so it's kind of hard to do yeah. something different than the norm. Mm-hmm. But here, I feel like, I feel like nobody's really, what's a Milwaukee sound? Like, you know, yeah, 
you got classic, you got Jen. Like, there's so many amazing people in the city. And that's what I think is beautiful about it. I don't ever want to leave the city. Ever. Yeah. I want to yeah. make it here. Yeah, and, me and, too. And I think, like, that at, here at High Five, we just have the opportunity to help people create that. You know, I don't want to say that High Five is going to be the name and the face of Milwaukee. Like, that's ridiculous. Right. But somebody... Why is it ridiculous? Well... I believe it. I mean, well, obviously, okay, obviously I would love and I want, and that's what we're working for. We want that to happen. But there's other engineers, there's other studio owners, there's other producers that aren't even a part of this that come here for our networking nights that we know that we work with because we know that, like, as soon as someone does get on and does that, like, we're all going to be coming up because of that, too. Yeah, like, on? like, what do you define being on as? National recognition. Yeah. Um, you know, people really paying attention to what they're doing. Um, I think, really, like, I want, I want people to feel like they want to come from outside of the city to come to High Five mm-hmm. because of the team. Right, yeah. And I want people to feel like they want to come from outside the city to Milwaukee because of the people. Yeah. Like, you go to Atlanta, like, there's multiple studios, there's multiple things. Like, you go there because it's the fucking city. It's yeah. where everything's happening. It's where the people are. I think, yeah. I think It's, yeah. you know? I think a key thing also, like, adding to that is, like, piggybacking off of that is the fact that, like, the key is, the, the key is not, like, I mean, it's one thing to raise awareness and um togetherness of like you know who's already in milwaukee and like you know integrating the various creative scenes and whatnot but what's most important is those that are watching from outside you know yeah it's like people that are like seeing you know as in like people people that are seeing from the exterior of what is going on in milwaukee like seeing that wow like you know there's Walkies okay. in the middle. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I you see know, you, Walkie. Yeah, you know, because like, yeah. Yeah, like people moved to LA because they wanted like right like, and New like, York. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, right. oh man, I want to get into movies. I want to get into TV. I'm going to LA. I want to get into theater. I'm going to New York. I want to get into fucking fashion. Yeah, you want to get into fashion. You want to do that. You want to get into you know, especially hip hop now. Like you're going to Atlanta or you're going to fucking Miami. Like right, yeah. you're doing that because that's just where the people are. Yeah. But no, but this is where the fucking people are. Mm. And the other thing, too, is we're not defined by big cities. The, the entire country is surrounded, like, all the big cities are surrounded by little cities. Mm. And yeah. all, there's talent there, too. Mm-hmm. Right. And where are you going to decide to go? Like, you could be right in the middle of Minneapolis, Chicago, Milwaukee, whatever it is. Where are you going to go? Come here. Yeah. Like, like, that's where I think things separate. Like, people... When they're going to LA, they're coming from South Dakota. <laughs> because where else do I go? I can't do it in South Dakota. Yeah. You know, it's like that's like you have to like really think about like you're getting to those little things too and like get your reach big enough to do that. Mm-hmm. And understand that like there are so many people that are like, I just don't know how to do it. Yeah. And like you come to high five because we're gonna be like, we're gonna help you. We aren't going to just say, get in the booth and record, get behind the drums and play. We're going to be like, you don't know how to, you've never been in a studio, you don't know how to make a song, you don't know how to do this. Yeah. We're here to help. We're coaching you along. And, then, yeah. and that's, and I, that's what I would say, friend. Like, I feel absolutely. like I'm a developmental coach. Yeah. A lot of artists approach me all the time, and they're not sure about what their sound is yet, but like I like to help people find their sound. Yeah. And 
Like we can make that shit from scratch. Like we have all the capabilities in the world here. Yeah. Yeah, because like you said, it's not the gear and the space and everything else. Right. You, know, you can get that anywhere. Yeah. But when you have the people. It's the energy. And exactly. And people like they feel confident, they feel comfortable, they feel like, fuck it, I'm gonna take that risk. Yeah. Because you know what? In life, the things that are worth more than anything are the ones that are fucking scary. Yeah. You know, you right. gonna you wanna fucking get into a relationship with somebody and you're like, I fucking I'm like, oh man. That shit's scary as fuck. Yeah. You want to make you want to make music you've never done before. That shit's scary as fuck. You want to, I mean, anything that you're doing in life is scary. And that is where that is exactly where perception is emotional. That is the perfect segue into where love and fear plays into it. Okay. Because, like, man, you there is nothing more gratifying than having some accomplishment that you took you know, an immense risk for that, that gratifying feeling afterwards that like saying that like, you know, I followed through with this, you know, I, I overcame my apprehension because, you know, I believed in myself enough. I, I had enough love to, you know, overcome that and be able to, you know, actually move it forward. Like, and overcoming the fear to do it. You know yeah. what? Fall flat on your fucking face. About the yeah. fear of love. Fear of love, yeah. The, the fear of love. I mean, like, I think people in general, like, as humans, like, we're inherently built to fear, like, things that could be good. Yeah. You know, when, when there's something that you look like, like, because you, you're always kind of waiting for that next shoe to drop. Mm. You know, like, yeah. they, it, it can't be this good. Right. You know, this person that I just met can't be this good. This music yeah. that I'm making, like, it can't be, like, people can't be fucking with it that much. Like, this person that I'm working with that, like, you know, we're going to start this band together. Like, it can't, like, we're always driven by the fact that, like, we've been burned in our lives and we all have mm -hmm. in every fucking aspect. Yeah. And I think the thing that separates us from the people that aren't going to be successful is you're saying, I'm scared I'm gonna put everything out there, I'm gonna put myself out there, and if I fall flat on my fucking face, I'm gonna get back, I'm gonna do it again, because you know what? You I did it. Yeah. And and it, you feel like, at least I fucking took that chance, because if you never take the fucking chance, you're never gonna be able to get what you want, you're never gonna get that true happiness, you're never gonna get that true success, you're never gonna have that that that, that record, you're never, like, if you're like, fuck, I wanna write this fucking article, but like, Man, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. you're trying something real different, or like, how people like, this is kind of outside of what my comfort zone yeah. is, and people don't fuck with it. Yeah. You know what? Do it again. Right. Yeah. You know, you make it. You make. Yeah. You make a song that you're like, wow, this is different than what I've been doing, and you know what? People didn't like it. Fucking do it again. You know, I try like, you know, something with recording or mixing or food or just like life in general. Like, we're never gonna get to that next step unless we really say. Fuck the fear. Yeah. I love what I'm doing, but still, fear is our biggest, like, you know, our enemy. It yeah. always is. And, like, I say all those things, and, like, this is this great fucking, like, I'm going on this tangent, but, like, I'm afraid as fuck all the time, and I don't do it as much as I should. So, but, Dev, so this is an Yeah, Dev, yeah, let's, 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 let's get on to Dev. So, yeah, so Dev, uh, like, is, you... Yeah. Oh, by the way, talk louder. <laughs> talk no, actually, the camera volume is actually pretty solid. No, I'm not kidding. We, we, were, we were fucking with him with, when we were doing the High Five uh, Fridays, which is oh, going to yeah. come back. 
Yes. So but he was always the quiet. And we're gonna talk about the aftermath of um, the Turner Hall show in a bit. But I wanna I wanna specifically kind of on that note talk about Dev, you were performing and it, like was that like had you performed live much before? Like have you brought your sound to like you know like a live? That audience? was my first show in two years. Two years. Yeah. I was so busy planning that trip with Brian that I really didn't. I mean, I didn't. I was up there having fun, man. Like, I don't think about it as a performance. I just feel like I'm telling a story. Like, yeah. When I say something, people listen. Like, you know, I think as artists, like, and as performers and, and what we're doing, that's the fun part. That's the part that comes easy. Yeah. Because, you know, you're confident in what you're doing. And, like, the charisma, it, it comes through in the music. Like, but that's the fun part. You know, it's like, you know, football's, football players always say, we're paid to practice. We play out something I think that was so beautiful about Turner was, like, like we said, like, when you did that write-up, it's, it's hard trying to plan a show with multiple different genres. And yes. It, it was yeah. seamless. Like, right. it really was. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty seamless. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Nobody, everyone was like, this isn't going to work. None of the artists that were together, except for maybe me and Ashley, like, ever performed together, like, did anything together, so it's just so beautiful to see, like, yeah. five different sounds. Yeah. It was, it was incredible. And, and then so yeah. many different crowds right. that all really enjoyed all the other artists. Dude, I saw, like, there were just so many people from just so many walks of life yeah. that were present for that experience. Every color, creed, race, religion, yeah. age. Like, you see... No, the, like, the parents were all like you know sitting out in the in the folding chairs like in the back and shit. But then you had like all of our friends like right up front. Yeah. You had all the artists that just genuinely wanted to check out the just you know what the showcase was. Yeah. It was yeah it was like a very like there was such a diversity when it came to you know who showed up and like and the thing is it's like that is exactly what in, in, in essence that's what exactly what Milwaukee needs more of is more you know there's, there's more of a presence of like the artists from our actual like scene playing these you know like high like higher end venues and like you know really bringing it to like such a more large caliber of yeah. like the, the magnitude of like the audience and like because the there is a legitimacy yeah to Turner Hall as opposed to some of these well, other I places talk, I was talking to the booking agent afterwards and he was like man I'm I got a pretty shallow talent pool like this just showed me a whole nother doorway to stuff that I never even knew about yeah like, yeah which is so amazing because like we did this for our artists we did yeah. this for our community like we make a dime on the shit yeah. like that was not what it was about right yeah you know it was you know i think like what you're saying great first step. you know it, 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 but like what you're saying too is like you know for milwaukee and things in general like we do need to have more of this sort of like it is okay to have diversity and stuff like that like maybe we're not gonna have like a hardcore metal band and dev on the same Come back to what you said earlier about how like you spend money like on these networking jam sessions that bring people together. You don't look at it like, like I no, I spend money on these shows. You know, I'll be buying drinks at the at the bar. I spent money like you know on this camera. Like I spent I spend money on like I don't need to worry about covers as much anymore. It yeah. helps to know people, but like. <laughs> 
But oh, like, you know people. Yeah. Huh? Oh, you're important. Yeah, I'm hot shit. Do you, have, do you have any idea who this guy is? <laughs> but like, but but before it's like I split. Like I would spend money, you know, like you know, getting down, like to getting down to shows, like you know, whether it's an Uber or a bus ride, whatever. Like, you spend money doing it, but it does not feel like work because it's like this is my release. This yeah. is you know what my dream is. To but like, it's also what people do for fun. You know, yeah. you know, it's crazy that you're this young and you know what you want to do. Like, there's not a lot of people that know what they want to do. They go to college twice, get 17 degrees, and still can't find a job. <laughs> 17, yeah. You know what I'm Dude, saying? Dude, I'm saying, man. So I got two degrees. And what are you doing with them? You I'm doing, doing both. <laughs> like, I mean, like, did you, but you had to, like, go and find what you want to do type shit, right? Right. Oh, yeah. No, no I mean, saying no. It's crazy that no, you're he right. knows you're right. at his age what he wants to well, do. Well, that no, being said, though, sure. that being said, I, I have my degree, but it's entirely unofficial right now like i how do like, you have an unofficial degree what does that did mean? you unofficial no no no, no. i'm what saying no i'm saying job wise like i'm saying like i have my degree like i have my diploma mm-hmm. but like i, mean, I don't have i don't ballet have, history well, like i mean you're no, doing what you went to school well, well that's what i'm saying it's like i like i don't have like a paying job yet for what my degree is like i oh yeah. currently like my jobs like i have like, I'm, I'm just starting two jobs right now, but they're, like, in the restaurant industry. Like, I... Hey, no, there's no... I, I worked at Blockbuster for two years so I could enter in that studio for free. Yeah, exactly. Because I needed to pay for a $1,250 studio apartment in fucking North Hollywood. Right. You know, you do what you gotta fucking do yeah. because you know where you're going. Right. And that's what you fucking love. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. Yeah, everything that I'm doing, like... Career-wise, like writing for, like you know, doing music writing and this podcast, like it's all on the side. And you know, eventually, like you know, I might hope, I hope that like it can, you know, it, I can, it can be monetized and like it's I can actually, right, no, right. No hope, you know, I know, yeah. Well, you know, that's key. Yeah, yeah. Because you also subscribe to podcasts on Earwolf or yeah. Stitcher or these things, and they're getting paid for that with yeah. advertisements and things. Like at some point, well, so you, you can't can do, do that. Right, you can. But it's a but it's a pro it's it's yeah, a process. You, you just like oh I'm gonna make a podcast and people are gonna like fucking invest in it and like right. advertise like you have to create you gotta, content. You gotta, yeah. you gotta convert or convince someone why they need you. Yeah, right. but, but that you know, I, I think that's I a, feel like it's supply and demand with everything ever. All sure, sure. Like you have a demand for something, what are you gonna do to supply it? Yeah, but you also have to do it in a way that's different and better, or something that somebody wants to consume. Like, it doesn't matter if the demand is there. If you're giving a supply of something that nobody wants, then you're not doing anything. And if you can get into a completely saturated market, like, there's literally millions of podcasts right now. But if you can separate yourself, and you can monetize that, and I think that's what music is. Like, there's millions of artists. But you know what I, like, Dev and I have been working on an album for, I mean, what, more than a year now before this is going to come out. Right? And the reason I put all of my time, effort, skill, the reason Dev puts all of his time, effort, skill, all these things into this is because we believe, and I believe in what he does, that we're going to be able to put out something that people are going to want to pay attention to. I wasn't a perfectionist who wouldn't have took this long, but (laughs) I... And Ryan, but pay attention. Telling me to do shit better, like. That but attention dude. to detail yeah. is the reason people like Steve Jobs and Elon sure. Musk have been so Steve successful Jobs. in their fields is because it's. R.P. Steve Jobs. Right. Yes. Yeah, and sometimes you fail. Steve Jobs made that cube with that whatever that next thing is, and it was. Trash. Basically, yeah. nobody wanted it. 
right. well, it was too expensive, it was too much, and he was, like, over-critical and, like, just obsessing over, like, it being a perfect cube or whatever. Like, we all see the movie, right? I mean, it's like, but the Steve Jobs movie, well, there, there's two Steve Jobs movies. No, I ain't seen them. No That's the thing. Like, no, that's. I think that's that. That might be my biggest problem right now. Is that because I listen to music all day, every day, in my spare time. Yeah. I don't listen to music as much as I should, and like I need to because that also keeps you sharp. That keeps you like. You gotta get on the pulse. You gotta get like on what things are happening, and I like I almost force myself sometimes. But to me, like I think the best part about music is. I love meeting people and saying, I want to hear what you fucking listen to. Yeah. Because I don't care about what I fucking listen to. Yeah, no, you always hand like, my phone in the car, like, play something. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, when I'm in the car with somebody, I hand them my fucking phone, and I'm like, play me something. Yeah. What are you into right now? Right. Like, what are you doing? And like, it's not pressure. I'm just like, I want to know what, like, people are listening to, right. because we all get stuck in our ruts. Yeah. You know, and we have our favorites, and we have our things. Like, you know, we always go back to that, like, you know, either it's like, I listened to this when I was going through a, a breakup, or I listened yeah. to this when I was like, like this great thing happened to me, or I went through this, like, and like those are like, and that's what I think what's off, like amazing about music too it, that I like, like I want to talk like, about. Like, right? I feel like yeah. music, like, oh shit, you, you, some song comes on or some shit, it just takes you back to when immediately you first puts you to like in that exact place. You can remember where you are, yeah. what right. you're doing, music, you know. Yeah. I, I, and we have something like because music, like all art is the potential yeah. to be forever. It, it's a yeah. legacy. It, it's it, timeless. It, it's exact timeless. That, right. That's yeah. what I think. Like, so you know, we all just watch this happen. Like, Nipsey Hussle is gone, but his music will live forever. Yeah. His story will live forever. Yeah. yeah. It captures a moment. You know, right? like, you like, there, like, there's the potential that Dev is going to put a record out that when we're all gone, people are going to still listen to. Mm-hmm. How much music do we listen to that these people are long gone. Yeah. And it still affects us in profound ways. Yeah. And that is, I mean, can you imagine the fact that you could create something that for years and years and decades after you're gone. <laughs> okay. That, Talk to that are still <laughs> profoundly impacting people. Yeah. Like that shit blows my fucking mind. Just like, one of my good friends told me that like you die twice in your life, and once is like when you have your own your physical death, you know when your body ceases to be. But the second, but like you also die when like, and this is a part where very like, you know, people die in in much less of like a in, in less of a sense is where your name. When people forget your name, yeah. or like forget, you know, like when, your legacy is gone. Yeah, right. When your legacy has been deceased, yeah, you fall into history. Yeah, and in that sense, it's like when, it's especially like when it comes to people that have created timeless art, or you know, people that have died that you know have like that have passed through history, but their name is remembered. They're not dead yet in that sense because like. They live His, on through yeah. the fact that History, we're, like, we're talking about them. Yeah. You know? Dude, like, speaking of Van Gogh, At Eternity's Gate, a movie that just came out about his life starring Willem Dafoe. Oh, out Willem Dafoe, Shit, bro. Dude, he, he used to, he went to UWM for like serious? a year and a half, yeah. What an amazing fucking actor. Yeah, Willem Dafoe's great. Well, I mean, just said is, bl- is a blizzard out right now. Oh, yeah. hell no. 
Hell no. Oh my god, I got I got text too about this. <laughs> it's crazy snowing. Said, oh goddamn. Yeah. All, right, all right, well, you know so, what? Right. Hey, this is what's great about the good and bad thing about being in a bunker that is High Five Studio you with no fucking what, windows. No, it's like there's, there's times where like That's we get locked in the fucking yeah. control room and we go outside and it'd be dark. It'll yeah. be a whole other fucking thing happening. But sometimes Shut you get so... Shut for the sushi. I need a sponsorship. Please. But sometimes <laughs> you get so caught up in shit that's going on yeah. that you don't know. Like I was having this conversation with somebody the other day and that evidently like we were talking... And my back was to a window that I missed an entire storm because I was so I was so engaged in whatever this conversation in this conversation yeah. that I was having with this person yeah. that I missed an entire fucking like like rainstorm going yeah. on behind me like not fucking ten feet you know yeah. and like sometimes that's what that's what's interesting about people and like you know when you really get into a conversation you're doing something is. Sometimes the entire rest of the world does go away, mm. but that's music too. Right. You listen to a song sometimes where like you're feeling some type of way or something's happening, and everything else is gone, yeah. and you're you in that. Lose yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's you therapy. Lose it's meditation. It's like we like, and I think that like that's, I mean that's really like that's like that's what we have to like really understand and realize that like we have this responsibility to not. Fuck this up. Yeah. We have this immense talent, this immense opportunity to do something that's fucking special that's going to do that. Yeah. And I try to tell myself that all the time. It's just like, don't get comfortable, don't get complacent, and fucking work. Because like, we have, like, it's at our fucking fingertips. Mm-hmm. Like, people wish they could, they could be where the fuck we are right now. Yeah, world's in your and hands. Yeah, yeah, no, we worked really fucking hard to get here. Obviously, like, it was blood, sweat, and fucking tears. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes it's not even going to be good. No. But you know what? Like we have that chance, and if like if we squander that opportunity, like are you ever gonna fucking forgive yourself? No. Like because like we can all end up fucking going and like working in a bank or doing that. Yeah. And nothing wrong with hey, shout out to bankers. Right. Y'all y'all yeah. y'all getting it? Like I'm not saying that, but it's just like whatever whatever <laughs> it is that we're blessed. We 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 do a hobby for a job. Yeah, we do a passion for a job. And we get paid. I don't care how much it is, but we get to do something it's that people fulfilling. spend their disposable income doing, and we're getting paid for it. Yeah. And to me, it is special. Like, and I never want to take that for granted. And like, the message is, don't take your gift for granted. Yeah. Mm. You know, mm. Just, yeah. right? Absolutely. Util- utilize it. Yeah. Fucking utilize use. time. If so you have a voice, it. fucking use it. So I don't yeah. utilize time. Actually, I, I got man, I got the jack in the car. I was, I was feeling weird on the podcast. I forgot. Yeah, should have. Um, yeah. But we got the Burberry instead. But, so this is my final question before we close out. So, you guys opened High Five Studio about a year and a half ago? Yeah. Like late 2017? Yeah, it was, uh, it, yeah, it was like November of 2017. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, in that time, like, yeah, man, this has been incredible. And yeah. And we brought through here. Yeah. And... It, like even this has only been like what four or five months since I've been involved in in this space. Yeah. Man, and I asked Dev, I asked you this exact question when I interviewed you, like, and you said, man, that's a question everyone has. Man, what is happening next? Where do you like? Where do you want to take High Five? Like, what is like the highest attainable, like, um, just 
what is what do you hope for in the future of High Five that it will become that will be like? Answer first. I was just gonna say I want to hear what Dev has to say. Yeah, it, yeah. It just what? How are we going to like truly actualize High Five? My, my what I think would be a smart next step would be to get out of the city because not physically, but like people on the road. Go get people on the road. Go to Memphis. Go to Atlanta. Go find sounds that aren't in the city and bring them back. I wanna, like, you can do everything. J. Cole lives in his tour bus, makes music in his tour bus. He doesn't even need a house. Like, that's what I'm trying to get on. I'm trying to make, I'm trying to make our studio mobile. I wanna pull up to you. Oh, you can't come to Milwaukee? Fuck it, we'll come to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause there's so much, like Ryan said, there's so much talent that goes unnoticed. And that's what we're trying to do is give that voice to those people. Yeah. And I feel like I'm a good judge of talent. He's a great judge of talent. Like, why not get some more talent? Yeah, you know right. Saying? Yeah, man, it's it's talent is not tangible because it's like there's so much of it, and it's it's something that's ever changing too. Yeah, people will continue building themselves as artists, and it will they'll continue like working on themselves to create something great. And but it's and creating something new. Yeah, creating something. You know, new. because like. The music industry is ever evolving. Hmm. And I think that the moment that you find yourself recreating what someone else has already made popular, you've already lost. Yeah. Because force yourself to try to do something that is going to be replicated and copied by the next generation of people. Yeah. There's something special and something to be said about a song or a piece of art, a picture, anything that came from the heart. Like, only you know what it is, and only you can draw it. Yeah. So we all have a story to tell. Everyone at this table has a story to tell. And I want those stories to be told more. And I feel like people are so quick to like hop on a trend or hop on a wave because they see it popping. They're like, ooh, I want to do that because that's popping right now. But like, you can do it in your own way. Yeah. You don't have to copy anybody. No. Now, you can, you can hone your sound and your craft by working on like and doing something that someone else is doing, but then the next step is level up and do it your way and do it different. Yeah. But you know, to me, next step a high five and what the future means is we have this amazing group of talent and we have an amazing roster of artists that are here. And we obviously want to continue to grow that and continue to bring more people in and more diversity and you know, all these things and everything else, but I think that really the next step and where I want it to go and, and from a year from now is people are talking about it outside of the city. Like you said, most people in the so city when you talk to, they're gonna know of High Five. Yeah. Well, but if you, I want Chicago, New York, so Detroit, place. Atlanta, like get getting place. that, Here. yeah. Because, it's, and it's not the studio, like obviously I want the studio, like you know, I, like, I Spend a lot of money doing this. I want it right. to be successful. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I mean, for our artists. Yeah. I mean, for our team. I mean, for everybody that's involved, and myself included, as my own brand, to get bigger and outside of the city. But also, like we were talking before, wanting people to come here because they feel like this could be a hub of creativity that you can create that sound because this amazing team and these amazing people are all around doing it. Mm -hmm. And it's just getting bigger and getting better. Yeah. You know, I think that like we're building a foundation right now. Like we're, we're babies. 
High five is a baby. Yeah. High five is an infant it's a yeah. right now. It's a yeah, rough it's, draft. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, <laughs> right. I mean, Loki, like, you know, like, we have, we have everything in place, but we haven't done shit. Right. I haven't done shit. Dev hasn't done shit. You haven't done haven't shit done yet. Shit. Yeah. But we, we can. Yeah. And, and, well, and this thing, we fucking better. Yeah. And that's what's next. Everything that we have right now, it's like, you're, it's right in fucking front of us. Yeah. Fucking do it. Man, this has been in front of us this whole time. Yeah. But, yeah. like, like we're either going to sit here a year from now or two years from now and be like, fuck, we had something. Or, be like, look what the fuck we just did. Yeah. And I want to be I want to be the latter. Yeah. That's, that's, that's it. Cut. <laughs> All right. Closing out, guys, question. Yes. Let's start with you, Dev. What keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? Uh, I can never turn my brain off. Like, I'm always thinking, like, I don't know. I I got, I can't sleep because I know I haven't made it to where I want to make it. When I, when I can go to bed and be happy and, like, feel like I've done something, like, I feel like I ain't done shit either. Like you said, like, what keeps me up at night is that I'm not where I want to be. Yeah. And that's what keeps me up at night, man. Ryan, how about you? Getting out of my own way. Sometimes I feel like we, our self-sabotage would be our biggest thing. Like, I need to be better in every aspect of my life. Um, And, I mean, we always have to do that, but that comes from self-reflection and realizing, like, what we're, like, what I'm doing wrong and how I can be better in every facet from personal relationships, to music, to running a business, to family, to everything else. Don't be dumb. Get out of my own fucking way. Because I dwell a lot on, probably more than I should, I dwell on the things that I did wrong without realizing the things I do right. And how I could maybe have fucked things up or how if I would have just done something different or said something different or moved different that like things could be better or it doesn't matter wherever, whatever we do and like every choice we've made and every, like, everything we've ever done has led us to the exact moment that we are at this fucking time right now. So what defines us? Dwelling on the fucking past or saying I'm going to learn from what, we, what I did. Don't make the same mistake twice yeah. and get fucking better. So, I mean, yeah, you want to know what keeps me up at night? My own fucking self. Right, yeah. Dev, what puts you to sleep? What puts me to sleep? When I make a good song, or I drink too much whiskey. <laughs> that goes out of your no... Yeah. Drink a whole lot of whiskey, and the, but... Yeah. No, I mean... That's... I mean, that's interesting, like, though, like, you saying, like, what puts you to sleep, because... Are we ever satisfied? Like, are we ever saying, I'm going to fucking sleep like a baby tonight because I did this? I think in increments we can be. Yeah. Because, like, it's like, what did you do for the day? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What did you do? What did you succeed in for, you know, what you hope to accomplish for this finite amount of time, which is what this day was to you, you know... If you did enough for the day, then you can sleep soundly and be like, you know, I did this and I succeeded. Um, I know, Dev, you said sleep is boring. 
Um, <laughs> sleep is sleep can be fucking boring. You're right. <laughs> um, there's there's not enough time in the day. Yeah, that that too. You know, could that we too. add another seven? Can we just make it thirty? You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Well, like, those extra seven hours though. Work my fucking ass off. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right, Ryan. Whoop, and we'll put you to sleep. I'll let you know when I figure it out. Best answer I've had in the <laughs> best answer I've had in the nineteen episodes I've done. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. Wait, wait, I'm I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let you finish it. One quick shout out to you, bro. Like seriously, what you're doing is completely selfless and putting another level of exposure on things that like you fit what High Five does. You fit what like we do, but like you're one of those rare people that really truly just wants like you enjoy people but you want to see people like get to where they're going and give them that and like we need those things and I feel like you need you need to be recognized for what you're doing because it's not only important but it's just I mean it's just love bro like you know I see everything you do because like I mean I'm here you know every time when you're doing this and like like you you good people and you good for like what we're trying to do and like I appreciate the hell out of you and just, you know, thank you. Thank because, you, Because, you know, I... It's an honor to fucking know you, bro. Man, you likewise. For real, for real. Thank you for being on the show, guys. Oh, most definitely. You guys are the fucking best. Man, if you're watching this and you haven't been through to a high-five networking jam, April 24th, be there. They happen monthly, and it Unless really... Unless put on a show at Turner Hall. Right. And Which might come other, to Yeah, otherwise come really to a show Really fucking soon, yeah, too. Yeah, otherwise come to a show at Turner Hall. Um, and shout out fucking Loom. Check out the yes. Loom app. Shout out amazing. I can't believe we didn't bring them up yet. They're incredible. Yes. Shout out, shout out Life on Discover Music. Like, man, they're fantastic and just everything. Man, like, yeah. How many it, times did we say shout out in this fucking Dude, no, I, it, it's, it's, it's a recurring motif. It's, it's part mm-hmm. of the show. It's shout out wine, shout out. Yeah, yeah. Shout out our. Shout out Skull Vodka. Yeah. Which man. please don't ever do that again. No, I. Dude, that, it's only because it's the cheapest. What was that ridiculously terrible fucking rum that you brought in when during my session? Oh, that, that was uh, that was Prestige. <laughs> the, the, Dev, Dev, the the biggest drinker I know <laughs> tried to drink that. She's like, I can't do it. No, I was actually in a photo. No, you did it. I drank it. Oh, it, it was the cheapest. Uh, whiskey we could find in Pickensick. Yeah, no, don't, don't ever do that. No, either. I won't. I believe you. We just learned, have a nice single malt we, scotch. Yeah, we learned from that episode. But, yeah, thank you for watching Mr. Nice Guy again. Appreciate like I said, it. you know, come through to Hot Five Studio, check out what we do here, and uh, we'll see you next time. This is cool.